Welcome to the Pilot Boys Podcast, where you'll get the real on all things sports, music, and pop culture. And here are your hosts, Vishwant and Partha. Welcome back to episode 151. This is our deep dive. The Pilot Boys are back and in action this football season. I think today's topic is really, really going to fit with with our vibe today. V, you want to introduce this thing? Yeah, I definitely do. Um, We've been talking about it. We've been in this kind of zone all day Um, on everything that we've worked on. It's the idea of when you feel it, right? You sometimes you feel like you're in a zone making sure that you really lean in and maximize those zones. Um, And the sports reference you started with is a great example of that. It's like, if you see most great players, that's what you'll see is spurts within a game of small windows of time where they're really hot and the guys that are really great know how to maximize the one, recognize those moments and two, maximize that and extract as much value out of them as possible because that's just the the reality of just like productivity in general right it's like it's impossible to be at a hundred percent efficiency at all times it's actually hard to be at a hundred percent efficiency even 50 percent of the time so that 10 to 20 percent period of time that you're really really locked in and you feel like your mind is operating like that <laughs> that, that meme from uh, Hangover that show where <laughs> yeah. Zach Galifianakis like adding all the numbers up. When you're in there and you feel like you're there, you really have to make sure you take advantage of those moments in life. I think that's really critical. I think that's that's so well said. It's like a, it's an interesting thing because um, I heard this quote last week or maybe it was the week before, but. Uh, it's this idea of like lions versus sheep and it's like sheep graze all day. So a sheep will graze from the morning to the evening and then it just lays around. And that's how a lot of people operate in our society. A lion does nothing the majority of the time. It lays in the sun with its belly out, just staring. And <laughs> when it's time for it to eat, it gets up and it gives 100% for a short period of time. It waits till the exact right moment to strike, preps itself. A lot of time is spent prepping. So the action is only needed to be performed once because of the precision of the lion. And it's performed to the highest level of intensity. That's all that's needed for a couple of days. And I think that's like a really, really powerful thing because it's been... um, I feel something I resonate really deeply with because I've never been the type that can just, you know, sit down and work for like, you know, 12 hours straight at the same efficiency. But for me, it's like picking and choosing one hour, one and a half hour pockets where I can go hard and get what I need to get done. And at the same time, create, you know, three to four hour windows for myself where I just like really don't do anything productive. Yeah, that's, you know, that's, One of the things you you brought it up, you know, the lion spends a lot of time relaxing after um, they've gotten their their prey, right, Um, and waiting for the next opportunity. But something that you said in that statement was they do spend, they're not just lying there, they are planning, they are calculating. And I think there's a lot of um, weight to that thought itself. Um, One of 
the best piece of advice that I've gotten is that you need to spend a lot of time just thinking. It's not always, and then acting, right? I think that a lot of people get caught in this productivity of, I just need to work, I need to work. And it's like almost robotic, becomes robotic. But if you actually think through it, that's how you can be efficient when you actually sit down and do the work because you're thinking through the process before you act and therefore the efficiency is going to be greater when you actually do uh, take on that action. Yeah, I think that's that's so well said. There's this whole concept, I think, in this world. And this is like what makes me struggle with this idea of being aligned, which is like who we all truly are, in my view. It's, it's this idea of productivity culture. It's all the voices you hear telling you you're lazy if you're not working all the time. And the irony is that the people who work all the time have incredibly unhappy lives. They're not balanced. They don't have their health in the right place. They, are not, they don't have longevity. And the thing that all the greats end up realizing eventually is that they're not in the race with these people. These people to the lion are just pestering them. They're annoying. They're irritating. They're you know, doing what they need to do. And you know, the real kings in our society wait until it's their moment and then do the thing that only they can do. And I think there's poetry in that because we all have a talent. We all have a skill set that makes us a lion, that makes us the best at something. And I think a lot of life, the first part is like unearthing what that skill set is. But like once you have a sense of it, it's also understanding the use cases of it. Like I, I'm a huge anime fan. And like one of my favorite concepts in anime is how you have people who are building these skills, connecting to their own energy, essentially leveling up over the period of a show. And so you have these characters who have leveled up, who build these skills, but the skills also take a tremendous amount of energy. And you end up in this situation where you can't use, essentially, if you're that character, you can't use your greatest power all the time. You can only use it when you absolutely mm-hmm. need it. And so the conundrum that happens in anime is twofold. One is, how can I increase my power so I can utilize my greatness more? And I think that's, mm-hmm. re- that's recovery, that's eating well, that's being disciplined in your life and doing things that actually like come back and fill you up. And then the other side of it is, like how do I pick the right time to strike? And I think it's making sure that you won't miss. It's making sure that your enemy's looking the, the other way. It's making sure that the circumstance is set up that when you strike, there's no possibility that there's going to be another action after the fact. Yes. Yes. I think a helpful way to do this is also like, the truth is there are, there are going to be tasks that don't require, that you have to do throughout the day that don't require this type of focus and care. I think it's important to distribute like the things that you know or just like things that you need to check off the checklist that don't require a lot of brain power or energy to commit to and separating those from the high energy endeavors like creativity, marketing, concepts, things like that. This I'm using business as an example, but also, you know, creativity in general, like that that side versus kind of like, hey, I have to you know, respond to this email, you know that you don't necessarily need to be like at max uh, intensity when you're responding to emails, just knowing how to separate those things out. um, Yeah, I think it's valuable. And I think at the end of the day, it's just like, it's like being a kid in a sense, like you got to do your chores. No one is gonna, no one's gonna be okay with you if you're not doing your chores, right? As a child or as an adult. So that type of stuff, I agree, you just got to get it done. You got to get it done in a way that works for you. But 
I think the mistake a lot of people make is that they consider their chores their whole purpose. And when you were a kid, you wanted to play. That's why you did your chores so you could go hang out with your friends or go do the things you want to do. Now, as an adult, you accomplish the chores. What are you doing the rest of your time? Are you living your life to the fullest? And that doesn't mean you have to be building something that's financially incentivized. Like you could be just creating art, you could be doing the things that make you happy. But there has to be something else that's your main thing that is your kind of lion power that sits separately from doing chores and being the regular person. I think that that's not a concept that uh, a lot of people have in their lives. I think it just reflects the difficulty of understanding who you are and what, what you can actually do at that great level that no one else can do. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's really well said. And I think, you know, it's uh, the process of understanding and figuring out what your superpowers are or what you're really, really good at is a valuable task because the truth is in school is a great example. You know, there are subjects that I was much better at than, than other subjects. Right. And I knew what those subjects were. Um, and I knew that was able, and that's like going through life first is identifying what your strengths are and what your strengths are in terms of what you do generally better than other people. And then your, than your peers, once you recognize that, then it's really about the process of efficiently utilizing those skills. Like, I think academics really does a disservice sometimes because it gives you a whole bunch of general knowledge, but the reality is most of us use very specific knowledge to be really good at whatever and successful at whatever we do. Um, But I do think that base of just like general knowledge helps you get there. And that's the key is going through the general knowledge process and identifying what your strengths and your weaknesses are. And then also addressing your weaknesses is finding people. This is what great team building is, finding people who are really good at your weaknesses. That's what we do. For example, what we're doing really well within our company at Lasso right now is the team is really being built around people's strengths and weaknesses. People who are really good at like operational tasks are taking on those tasks. People who are really good at like some of the creative tasks are taking those on. That's how you create an efficient vehicle um, is by bringing a whole bunch of people who are really, really good at specific things and letting them shine in those areas. Yeah. And the reality is you need the self-awareness of what you're good at and you need to, you need to have the confidence to execute it at a high level to be able to be a part of any, any sort of successful team. Like you look at sports. I think that's the reason we're, we're both so drawn to sports. And I think that's why so many people are is that they present an opportunity for people to reach their highest selves. And it happens in the field of play, but it can happen in your real life too. It can happen in work. It can happen on a daily basis that you attain that flow state that athletes get into during a game. And it's everyone's process is different. You got to figure out what works for you to get you there. But once you learn how to get there yourself, you're an indispensable asset to anything you choose to be involved in. And the reality of this world is that not many people are there. Like there's a lot of people that, I've worked with in my entrepreneurial journey who are wonderful people who I have absolute love for, who, you know, I would bend over backwards to do anything I can for them. But all of those people who, you know, stand in the historical part of my journey, stand in that part because they didn't have one of those two things, either the self-awareness or the confidence. And that's it. It's really that simple in this world. Once you really understand your talents, I think this, this probably goes for athletes as well. It's like, 
you're an athlete, you're trying to make it into a league, like you have to understand what role you play from for a team. You have to understand from their perspective what they're looking for. And you have to understand whether you fit into that that mix or not based on the other options that they have. And I think that's like a level of thinking that you have to get outside of yourself. You have to be able to think empathetically as in from someone else's perspective. And, you know, that's, that's often lost in today's society. We don't really utilize our power of empathy as much as we could. And I think that goes hand in hand with understanding when we were talking about when to use your skill or the thing that like burst of, of power, I mean, it's just like a racing game. When do you use your nitrous? You use it at the exact yeah. right time to win the game. If you don't have that as a natural skill within you, it's time to develop that. Like I, I think if you don't have that, your your hopes of becoming great in this world uh, are are going to be challenging to achieve until you understand how to use your own power. That's that's what you're here with. That's your blessing. Yeah, and I think that's a that's a, a great. Um, stopping point, and I'll make one last point on what you what you just said, which is do the work, right? Like that is the summary of it. Like what we were talking about is being efficient and throughout the first part of the the conversation, which is be efficient. Um, but the only way that you can be if become efficient is by doing a lot of the work on the front end, so that you can then be really efficient, which you're really good at. Um, in no way, and that's that's the kind of the takeaway is there's no real way to avoid doing the work. It's just a matter of if you do the work early, then the work later on becomes a lot easier and more efficient. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely agree with that, man. I think this, this is a fantastic time to stop the conversation. I think that this is one of those things. I, our tone, I think, has changed as well into into one of just like, get your shit done. Like, I think, you know, as we've grown doing this podcast as well, You've probably, if you were to even jump back 12 months ago or 18 months ago, you would see a totally different tone in terms of how you and I approach conversing about any of these topics as we were still discovering our own powers to their fullest extent. And I, I don't think there's ever a point in life where you truly have maximized your potential. If you've maximized your potential, it's time to die. But we haven't reached that. I know for sure we've just reached another step on the road where we can look back and say, okay, everything we're saying now is what we learn on the last leg of the journey. And I think that's that's just how the process goes. And so when you're living your own life and going through your own journey, just to your point, make sure you're doing the work, make sure you're doing the reflection, make sure that you're aware of what you're going through. So awareness and discernment are going to be your, your key tools on the journey. Um, but for now, that that takes us to a wrapping point on this topic. Go be lions, people. Go do it. Um, that yeah. being said, uh, stay moving as always. Be you. You is fly. Pilot boys out. Once we get on